0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Mox on the Mic, back with you for another week. Chris Goforth, glad to be hanging out. We're going to talk about the Matt Mox this week. Yes, I know there's a lot going on in Chattanooga Athletics, and certainly we got plenty we could talk about. Uh, in terms of, uh, the women, uh, women's basketball moving on to the NCAAs, but we're going to talk about another group of Chattanooga mocks that will be competing on a big stage. And that is three Chattanooga wrestlers that will be with us today. We're going to visit with Matthew Waddell with Braden Palmer, uh, and also, uh, head coach Kyle Rochelle. Those three, along also with Rocky Jordan from Chattanooga, will all be headed to the NCAA championships, and uh, we'll get the lowdown on all of that. Let's start first, as we always do, with a couple of our student athletes. We'll kick it off this week with Matthew Waddell. He joins us now on Mox on the Mic. First off, Matthew, let's start with this uh, four times. Being a a national qualifier for the uh, for the NCAA's, that in and of itself is is a pretty uh, amazing feat. Uh, having been three times before, what does it mean to you now to get get this fourth opportunity?
1: Um, like you said, it's like like said, it's an opportunity, and just want to make the best, make the most of it. It's the last one I've got, and last one I'll ever get. So, just kind of land it all out there this time your fourth trip Rocky's been there before Braden's been there
0: before but for the guys that haven't been that haven't experienced it, what kind of advice do you give them when it comes to for a guy making his his first trip to the Nationals?
1: um you know it's it is the goal for you know 90% of uh, division one wrestlers is making it there you made it, you, you accomplished your goal. Now just, just go wrestle, you know, don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself and just let it happen.
0: The seating has, uh, has been announced. You'll, you'll go up against Aaron Brooks from, from Penn state. Have you wrestled him
1: before? No, I haven't wrestled Brooks before. Um, it'll be interesting. Well, what do you know about him? Uh, he's pretty, he's pretty good on his feet. Uh, left hand, left hand ankle pick and right hand single. So he's not he's not very flashy he just wrestles real hard what
0: is your schedule like from now until you guys are going to leave on tuesday but what is the schedule like for you leading up in in preparation for this
1: uh just light practices in the morning and then cardio in the evening uh just trying to stay healthy and keep knees and knees and stuff healthy so
0: Take us through the 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 way this season has has gone uh for you. Um we've talked about the fact this is your fourth trip to the NCAAs. You were a a guy that coming into the season had already notched fifty wins in his career, one of the guys that had really been here for for a long time. Just kind of take us through this season and, and how you felt like it went for you.
1: Um, I, overall, I feel like it went pretty well. Um, I lost a couple matches in duels that uh, probably shouldn't have lost. Um, but like, we didn't even know really, if I was going to get to wrestle much, much of the season. Um, I had that knee surgery last year, and I sat out for the first three or four weekends. Um, and then we felt like I was good enough. I was in my knee was in good enough shape to come back. So has haven't had any trouble with it yet, so that's kind of that's been a blessing in disguise. But um, like like I said earlier, it's my last it's my last season, so I've just kind of taken it taking it as it came, and uh, you know, one one small thing at a time.
0: Do you um, are you healthy right now?
1: Yeah, I am feel pretty good, but we're just trying to keep it that way for another seven or eight days, uh, you
0: know, look to, to get the at large, uh, opportunity and we'll talk with coach Rochelle about this coming up in a bit, but to be able to get that at large opportunity, what all goes into that, into being able to earn one of those spots.
1: Yeah, so that's actually the first time I've ever had to have an at-large bid. I've had – the first three were all automatic qualifiers, so it was kind of – it was a little nerve-wracking, but we thought I would get in. Um, so there's three – there's like three um, things that you have to have to get an at-large bid. One of them is ranked in the coaches poll. One of them is ranked in the RPI. And, uh, you have, and the another one is – it's either a 75 or 80% win percentage.
0: Does it help at all when there's some familiarity there with you, right? Because you're a guy that's been here now three times previously. Does that help?
1: Yeah, it does. Um, they, I mean, if you qualify the year before, you, you're you probably still good enough to qualify again. Uh, and then, like, head-to-head matchups help too. So there's four or five guys that I've beaten previously uh, that are actually in the tournament too. So. That helps. I know,
0: I know. We've talked about this uh, a little bit in the past, but you're a guy that didn't necessarily start out here, but you've ended up here, and you've had a heck of a career since you've been here. Your path to Chattanooga—you uh, started at Oklahoma. Uh, how did you end up in the scenic city?
1: Um, I wrestled first two seasons at Oklahoma and started as a freshman, then redshirted. And I just didn't I didn't like the fit. I didn't feel like it fit me the best. Um, I went to the transfer portal and, you know, Kyle um, called me up. And so I'm from L.A.J. So it wasn't like I had to fly across the country to come on a visit or anything. So whenever I got home, I just drove up here and talked to the coaches and all the teammates. So it was pretty it was a pretty simple process, a lot simpler than you would think.
0: I want to ask you, uh, before we finish up a little bit about the Southern conference championships that, that just finished you, you got the win early and then you have to fall back into, um, into the, the loser's bracket and kind of work your way back through it again with, with consecutive wins to, to be able to get there. Uh, how much of a challenge was that for you? You, you, you know, again, you mentioned before you've kind of never been in this situation.
1: Yeah. It was. Um, I was. Upset. I was pretty upset, but um, it was very difficult. Um, a lot of people don't understand this, but there was four returning returning national qualifiers at eighty four. Um, the the guy wrestled in the first round from the Citadel was a three time qualifier from American, um, and then you have Hopkins and Anderson and myself, who are all two, three, and four time qualifiers. So that that was probably the second, second toughest bracket in the tournament, and we only got one bid. Um where a lot of people thought there could be two or even three. So it was just um, you know, a lot of people you a lot of people and I a lot of people could have laid down and took third and then got that or took Laid down and not gotten third, and then probably gotten that large bid. But uh, you know, I had friends and family there, and I wasn't about to do that. I, I wouldn't let myself do that anyway. But
0: I think maybe your trademark this year has been the mustache. Is the uh, is the mustache here to stay?
1: I don't know. It, it'll be here till nationals, but it's getting kind of uh, getting kind of thick up there, so I might just have to shave it afterwards.
0: Matthew, appreciate it, man. Congratulations to you again. Uh, you've been a joy to watch uh, wrestle over these last couple of years. I'm I'm truly glad you made your way to Chattanooga, and and congratulations on a heck of a career and and good luck at the NCAA's.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Well, we hope to see the mustache hang around for a little while longer as Matthew Waddell makes his way through the, uh, through the national championships. Another guy competing, again, going back. Only the second time for him, though, is Braden Palmer, uh, a heck of a finish for him at the Southern Conference Championships. We'll talk about that as we visit with Braden Palmer on Mox on the Mic. Well, first off, uh Braden, congratulations, man. Congratulations on the on the opportunity to go back uh to the uh to the NCAAs. This is your second trip, right?
2: Yeah, last year was my first.
0: What did you learn last year you think you can carry over to this year?
2: Um just kind of the whole experience. I was really nervous last year. Kind of the same thing with the SOCOD tournament compared to this year from last year. I think I was really nervous last year, this year. Wasn't much nerves, so I think the NCAA will kind of be the same thing. Less nerves, just get the experience be ready to go this time.
0: Let's talk about those uh, Southern Conference uh, championships a little bit. Uh, how sweet is it to be able to get a little bit of a uh, little bit of revenge against some guys that uh, were able to get to you in the regular season?
2: Yeah, that was that was really all I cared about for that tournament. Like I told my dad and stuff. Like obviously, when the Silicon was nice and stuff but i was more happy just to get revenge on those two guys
0: yeah and both of those matches were they were you know incredible to uh to watch you had the, the match against the from from campbell uh it went into overtime in the regular season you were able to to come out and and get the win uh in overtime now in the conference championships and then You take on Ethan Oakley of Appalachian State, and that one you had a played a real close match in the regular season. You end up getting the the four three win uh, in the the Southern Conference Championships. A little bit about those two matches, if you want to just kind of walk us through, uh, you know, your recollection of uh, of competing against those two guys.
2: Yeah, um, the semis against Oak or semis against Coney. It was kind of the, the almost the same match as in the regular season, 1 1 going into overtime. But I think the difference this time is I was just wor- worked on little things, just switched little things. The one in the regular season, I felt like I kind of was getting gassed out and he was controlling everything. This one, I felt like I was controlling the whole match and he was slowing down and getting more tired. And uh, I could feel him slowing down. And I ended up getting him in overtime, which felt nice. And then Kind of the same thing in the finals match as well. I kind of felt like during the regular season he was controlling the whole match, even obviously it was close and everything, but felt like he was controlling everything. This this match in the finals, it felt like I was controlling everything, getting to my stuff and paid off, and I got to win.
0: If I'm correct about this, you were the first guy uh to get the the automatic qualifying. For the uh, for the NCAA's, is that like a load off your chest a little bit, a little bit maybe some a weight off your shoulder? I guess I should say that, you know, you're able to, you know, your work's done, you know, you're going, and it's it's all good, and you get a chance to sit back and root for everybody else. Is that kind of how it goes?
2: Yeah, it definitely f- felt a lot better. Definitely in the finals, like there was no pressure this time because it kind of like it was just wrestling because I'm already I've already made it and didn't have to worry about that aspect because last year I lost in the finals and I had to wrestle true second, which I ended up winning that match and punching my ticket, but it was a lot more nerves than this year where I already knew I was in and just wrestling just to wrestle pretty much.
0: Are you healthy right now?
2: Not 100%, no, but I'm a lot better than I've been the past couple months. haven't really said nothing, but I've been struggling with a few injuries the past couple of months and I've dropped a couple of matches, but last week or last couple of weeks, I've been focusing on getting healthy and I'm a lot better than I have been for sure.
0: So what do you know about uh your opponent, the guy that uh that you're gonna see um next week?
2: Um I got Reading from Arizona State, which watched a few matches of his. I know he's wrestled to Coney. I watched that one. He beat him by one and then he was at the scuffle as well, and he got I believe fifth or sixth. I never matched up with him, but we were in the same bracket. I got second, he got fifth. So I know he's tough, but I think I can win it.
0: You ever been to Tulsa before?
2: I have. I actually went to a tournament in I believe it was sophomore year of high school, a dual tournament. So I have been there once.
0: Look, you you've been able to come in here and have success literally from the start. Um, mm-hmm. you you came to Chattanooga from from Clary uh, A little bit about the path to becoming a mock for you because you're a Hendersonville native, so you're an in-state kid. Went to Beach High School. A lot of folks locally will have at least some familiarity with with Beach. Uh, how did you end up with uh, in a Chattanooga? Uh in in a in a Chattanooga uniform.
2: Um well coming out of high school, it was between Chattanooga and Clarion, so I already like visited everything and I was all I almost came here anyways. And then up at Clarion, it just it wasn't the right place for me far from home. I didn't like it. I didn't mesh well with coaches, if that makes any sense. Just wasn't the right fit for me. And I actually I was almost, pretty much done wrestling. I decided to quit. And then after a couple of weeks, I was like, eh, I'll give it one more shot. So I went in the portal, and I knew instantly I wanted to be closer to home. So got into contact with Kyle probably a week after I went into the portal, and I knew I wanted to go to Chattanooga because I wanted to be closer to home.
0: That's pretty wild from a guy that was ready to give up to now a guy that's a two-time NCAA qualifier. You got to – uh, you're, you're glad you changed your mind, I guess.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Braden, appreciate the time. Good luck to you next week and safe travels to Tulsa, and we'll look forward to catching up again. Okay, thank you. Let's close it up this week with our conversation with the head coach of the Mox, Kyle Rochelle. Well, Coach, first off, before we get uh, into talking about the NCAAs, kind of take us through this season a little bit kind of how things went for you guys and where you feel like you you've seen the most improvement out of your squad
3: um it, it was a rough it was a it was an up and down season really um we saw some highlights uh throughout the whole season on individuals our team never really clicked all together at the same time i think we did have some of our best wrestling as a team at the southern conference championship and i think that's the most important thing is when when you're peaking, it should be at the right time. Um, and so uh, I think we we had a lot of different vari- variables happening. Some old guys, some guys that were injured and, and just never really came together um, in dual meet season. But um, I, I like how our guys stuck with each other. I like how they communicate with each other, I, uh, their support for one another and how, how they're becoming a family each and every week is is super important to me.
0: I want to talk a little bit about Braden Palmer as he goes back to the NCAA's again. Uh, came away with a a three one win in overtime against uh, Dominic Zacconi that I thought was uh, about as good of a match as you could hope to see. And then you turn around and he gets Ethan Oakley out of Appalachian State who had beat him during the regular season, and Braden Palmer able to to get uh, to get the four three win there again. A couple of exciting matches there for for Braden Palmer. Your thoughts on uh, what you saw from him uh, in the uh, Southern Conference Championships?
3: Um, I think I think uh, Braden had a a tough February. Um, it wasn't quite him where he he lost two Southern Conference dual meets. Um, he had a great scuffle and then he just kind of went through a little bit of a dip. He just didn't look the same. And then at at conference, you you kind of saw Braden again. Um, he was forcing a little bit of action. He was finally scoring again on his defense, but also, I think ultimately he was looking for offense on his feet. And that's what led into his scores um, and his just way of winning towards the end of matches or staying stingy where guys can't get score on him and when in the close ones, that's kind of how he wrestles. And it was good to see him get back to that, that stuff.
0: How sweet was it when you get a chance to see one of your guys get, get a little revenge.
3: Yeah, back to back, it was uh, revenge season, right? And so, um, it, I'm just happy for him. He he works really hard. He stayed disciplined all summer long with his weight. Um, he just he's a special kid. And, and when you have somebody like him and his goals come to fruition and winning a conference title and then also the OW award, beating two guys that have beaten him and um, beating a national qualifier at that, it's it's not easy. And so it was good to see him do that.
0: Yeah, he was the most outstanding wrestler at the Southern Conference Championships. Safe to say, Braden and Rocky, the two most consistent guys you've had match to match this year.
3: Um, even though Braden had a couple clunkers in there, yeah, but uh, yeah, you throw them out of the mat, and you're you're pretty confident they're going to walk off with a win. Um, now they don't have their they're not there every single weekend where they're you know, okay, this is their best. Um, You have those moments where you you dip a little bit, but they find ways to win, and that's what you need. Especially now in March, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You just find a way to get your hand raised and move forward into the tournament.
0: So tell me a little bit about, uh, about Rocky Jordan. I know we've talked about him some. He's a transfer that came in this year, but he just had an incredible season for you
3: yeah he's a special guy his it's in his blood um between his dad his uncle his cousins his brothers everybody in that his grandfather like everybody wrestled um and what makes him kind of special is one just his personality he's he's Super grateful. He, he thanks us each and every workout when we work out with him when we do one on ones and um, he's just special in those moments, but also just how he carries himself on the mat too. He, he, nothing really rattles him he doesn't get outside of himself he he keeps moving forward and um, even though he doesn't have a lot of different tools, the tools he has are very sharp and they're ready to beat you.
0: He faced Appalachian State's Will Miller in the finals. Uh, once again, I, you know, it was a, a pretty fun match to watch with those guys squaring off against each other. Walk us through that and, and kind of what happened that, that led to Rocky being able to get the win.
3: Um, Rocky wasn't feeling his best um, and that's no excuse and you still have to wrestle. Right. And so he went out there, he got that first takedown. And um, when you don't feel your best, you have to find different ways of winning and that's what he did. He, uh, he got on top, he rode the guy for two minutes and 50 seconds in the first period and he kept the guy down. um, And then he, he did it again in the third period, uh, got on top and just rode the guy out and um, it got a little, Harry there, I think the kid might have gotten an escape at some point, and then a takedown to really get it tight at the end of the second. Uh, I think he hit him with a duck under, and we couldn't get an escape. But then Rocky did Rocky things. He he controlled the match top to bottom, um, knew where he was on the mat and what he needed to do to get his hand raised. And, again, that's that's championship season stuff. Is um, It's not always pretty. Just find a way.
0: Uh, Matthew Waddell gets the uh gets the at large uh, a little bit about uh, his his time at the uh at the Southern Conference Championships.
3: Um Matt I mean the, the guy's a four-time national qualifier. Like that doesn't happen often. Um and so we're super lucky that we've had him on our roster. He he's been pretty consistent. He's had some up and down. Um he he lost to the same kid twice throughout the season that the Chukwane- Jaquan. Anderson from Gardner Webb, the kid's hard to score on and he's explosive and he's gotten gotten to us twice. We kind of wrestled the same match. We didn't make too many adjustments where we needed to make. Um, and then the semifinals. Um, and so we put it in the hands of the NCA to give Matt a, a at-large bed this year, but come on a four-time qualifier and having a chance to, to get on the podium in March, you can't ask for too much more out of a kid. Um, now you get there and anything can happen. Matt's dangerous. He can, he can headlock you from left field or he can grind out a match and get to your leg. So, um, he's got a first tough, really tough first round match, but after that, anything can happen. Um, and heck Matt Matt can surprise anybody.
0: How much did being a three-time qualifier at that point, help him land the, the at-large bid?
3: Um, technically, um, they don't look at previous years. Uh it's all about this season. And so he had done enough throughout the season that he he qualified. He had beaten three or four qualifiers throughout the year that had already qualified. Um and so that between that rankings, his RPI, all that type of stuff, uh, the committee believed that he had done enough to earn a wild card. Uh they call it at large bids. And so um, yeah, I think I think he did enough. It was really, really close, but uh, he deserves to be in there.
0: You had seven guys advance to the semifinals. How close do you feel like you are to kind of getting over that hump?
3: Um, we got a lot of work to do. Um I'm just like everybody, our alumni, everybody, I'm sick of taking third. Um, the first thing I think about is what are we going to do in the offseason? Um, what recruits what other what more recruits can we bring in? What what can we do with our guys? what adjustments we can make, strength, training, um, nutrition, um, training, technique, everything. And uh, that's already on my mind. But also the the main thing is this national tournament and how can we get somebody on the podium this year? Um, yeah, uh, it's nice to have seven semifinalists. We needed seven finalists to, to have, um, you know, a better chance of winning the thing. And so we, we got to do what we can over the summer and over the next 12 months.
0: Did you, was there anybody else you thought might've had a shot at getting an at-large?
3: Um... I think the closest one might have been Noah Castillo, uh, but he had been hurt for half the year. He just didn't have enough quality wins. Um, He's good enough to be in the field. He just didn't have enough throughout the season. Uh, He had a sprained ankle at the beginning of the year, had to sit him out. Then he had some uh, medical issues there in the middle. And then um, he just couldn't get the ball rolling. And by the time he felt really good, it was conference. And he gave uh, Milner from App State a tough match, uh, both in the dual meet and, at the conference championship and that kid he's a two-time all-american so no one knows he's right there it's just a matter of we got to have a whole season out of him
0: give me some thoughts on who your guys are are going to face now at the ncaa so let's start with Braden palmer at, at 133 um what are you what what's what's he facing now uh as he he goes on that big stage
3: uh he's facing iowa state right away uh zach redding uh that kid is is tough but it's a winnable match right and i think he's the 15 seed we're the 18 we beat their starter at the beginning of the year at at the southern scuffle this kid's filling in for him now that doesn't mean in in wrestling uh just because you're a backup doesn't mean that you're not any good i mean the kid was a big 12 finalist um in his conference as a backup and so the kid's really really good um I like our matchup. The kid's pretty offensive. Braden's really good defensively. Um, Braden can ride this guy. It's just a matter of getting your hands on him and forcing your positions. Um, And again, moving forward in the tournament. And so, you know, Iowa State's going to come at us. They're going to be offensive. And uh, I think that kind of feeds right into Braden's game.
1: Rocky
0: Jordan in at uh, 174 pounds. Again, a Southern Conference champion. We've talked about what a fantastic year he's had for you. What's he going to face now next week?
3: Um, yeah, Rocky, I think he's one of the highest seeds we've had. Uh, it's the highest seed I've had here at Chattanooga with the 10 seed. Um, he's got a tough kid from Drexel, uh, Mickey O'Malley. The kid is, is kind of goofy. He, he's dangerous from weird positions. He tries to slow down the match, tries to get into scrambles, um, that type of stuff. But uh, Rocky... He's, he's solid and strong. So if he does the right things, he gets to his single leg, he finishes down on the mat, he rides this guy. Um, it should He should separate himself relatively early in the match. Um, and so I like our matchup really well there. I mean, it's the 10 versus the 23, I believe. And so you, you always like that matchup, but you have to be prepared. You have to be ready for any tendencies this guy has. And that's, you know, getting in funky, weird positions. Rocky's just hopefully too strong to fall for that type of stuff.
0: I know the coach in you is going to tell me it's it's one match at a time, and mm-hmm. I get that. But have you looked at all ahead as t- in terms of how the bracket itself looks for Rocky?
3: Um, the front side. Uh, I don't really look at the back side. You know, um, we're preparing. You know, to keep getting our hand raised, and so um, a- if we can get past the Drexel kid, we got. Um, my Peyton Mako from uh Missouri, uh that second round. And uh that's I, I believe that that one's a really big one. If we can do that, we set ourselves up really well to get on the podium. Um when you get on the backside, it's just it's a dog fight. It's your back's against the wall and who's gonna who's gonna want it a little bit more. Um on that front side, um, Peyton Mako, he's he's tough. Um, he does some goofy stuff too. Uh he has some special gifts. And so we got to scout that guy a little bit more and uh, just be prepared for his tendencies a little bit more and um, find a way like it's championship. Right. And so how can we get our hand raised against this guy?
0: We talked about it with, um, with Matthew earlier, the, the idea that, look, it's your fourth trip. He's, he's been there, done that. uh, And, and literally got the t-shirt. So Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of advice do you give a guy like him going into next week?
3: Um, It's, It's your last ride, man. Enjoy it Uh, more than anything else. It's, I mean, I still get goosebumps when I think about the NCAA um, championship and when I walk into the arena, it smells different. It sounds different. Like it's just super special Um, it's something that you'll remember forever. And so it's, it's a little nostalgic for me, but it's like, Hey, enjoy this ride and then go just leave it out there. Um, don't leave anything behind. Don't leave anything out on the mat. Just wrestle hard and then you can be satisfied with whatever happens.
0: Coach, always appreciate it. Best of luck to you and your guys, safe travels. And we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you. Thanks to coach Rochelle. Thanks to Braden. Thanks to Matthew. Good luck to those guys. Good luck to Rocky Jordan. They've been a lot of fun to watch on the map this year for Chattanooga, and we wish them all the very best as they head to compete in the NCAA tournament. All right, stay with us. We've got more mocks on the mic coming up. New episodes drop every week. Yes, we will talk some basketball. Uh, head coach Sean Poppy will be with us next time. We'll visit with him and uh, some of his players as well as uh, Chattanooga heads to the NCAA basketball tournament as well. Glad to have you along with us as we do each and every week. It's Mox on the Mic. Make sure you tell a friend about us, subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time. Until then, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.